Hey everyone, it's Alman Qureshi. You're listening to the Expat Rap Podcast. Welcome, welcome back. If uh, you've been listening to the podcast and following it and showing it so much love, and uh, welcome if it's your first time uh, here. Welcome to my world. This is a crazy world. This is where things are happening. It's so happening that I hardly get time to get back in. It's happening like the um, the metaverse on <laughs> my Facebook. I I don't think a lot of people are following it. It's the is there uh equivalent of what was it? What was that Google started that social uh app like they, they basically just copied Facebook at that time. Was it Google Plus? Some I can't re- I can't even remember the name. That's how quickly it died. Like it was just it was it was in competition with Facebook and the whole idea. But there was nothing new about it, right? So they, they basically copied the whole thing. I don't even know whether any of the young generation remembers it. And they they invited uh, people over, you made a profile, and then no one really wrote anything on it. I tried a couple of times uh, reposting everything I was putting on Facebook on there, but everyone just left it. And then it was like uh, an abandoned town and apparently that's what's happened to the meta world that Facebook was trying to push or rather Mark Zuckerberg. Um, <laughs> this is why you shouldn't have millionaires. Oh, no, sorry, billion, people with billions, yeah? I, I can't believe anyone can stay sane with so much money and so much power, all right? Um, you're going... To just think you're God at that point. And that's not good, right? That's not going to be good for anybody, especially for yourself, because you think I can do anything right now. And that whole thing is crazy as an idea that human beings can do whatever they want and so on and so forth, right? So this guy, because what happens, right, is you, you you're that big. The bigger you get, the more you're surrounded by yes men, because all they want to do is keep you happy. And they'll say yes to everything you do. They won't challenge you because they don't want to be thrown out of the gravy train. And and so, you know, they'll go along with anything you want as long as they can kind of get their cut, right? And that's great. So I, I, I am looking forward to being like that one day. Like I'd like to experience that power before I die and have people surround me with yes. I don't have a problem living through it. But obviously, it'll, it'll probably be to the detriment of my... Uh, eventual career and legacy, uh, as is happening to a number of rich people right now. Right, there was a meme I saw that, that kind of probably caught it correctly, and it was um, on Elon Musk, and it said 2016, how I saw Elon versus now, and it was from the it's pictures from the Iron Man movie where uh, in 2016 I saw him as Iron Man, and now. It's actually the villain from the movie. It's this geeky character. I can't remember the name, but the villain basically. And and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what's happened. And oh, please do not quote that Batman uh, phrase. I just, I, I want to kill the next person who does it. Uh, you know the one I'm talking about? The you live long enough, blah, 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 blah. Anywho, that's what's going on. Uh, rich people making loads of mistakes, but they can afford to. While, because uh, can you imagine uh, this Facebook thing? The, the, he dropped... What was it, like $15 billion? Like they wiped out from his stock and everything because of Facebook's performance and this whole meta world thing. And he's good. He's still got more billions stacked up. 
That's that's insane. I lose fifteen dollars dirhams uh, from my wallet. I I will be looking for it all day. All right, I'll be like, where the hell did that shit go? Because I need to buy myself a meal. All right, so <laughs> that's that is it. Now, okay, so you know, thankfully, I'm not desperate, but you would think you'd feel it. All right, uh, and he probably feels it, but I think at at his level, it's more of an ego thing. You know, it's like I didn't succeed and I lost this. I don't think it's a worry entirely about the money thing. You know, at that point, this money just probably is beyond comprehension, and and that's a weird place to live, guys. Uh, but like I said, I'd love to. Uh, <laughs> having said all of that, personally, personally, I think I'm the only human being in the world. That's how everybody thinks, but I I really am probably the only person in the world who, if you give all the power and money to, I will use it for good. Okay, it's just good is subjective. All right, I might maybe maybe buying myself a jet is is a good thing, right? Uh, because then I won't bug people on uh, public planes and shit is it is that what it's called public public transport <laughs> public trans yeah i still hate having to get on a plane and walk through the business aisle like that is just the shittiest thing you know airlines do to you that's just like a slap uh, on your face like hey listen if you if you had just made something out of yourself you would not have had to walk through this and embarrass yourself and have to go back to uh, the plebs <laughs> it's Sometimes I just want to snatch the scene and go, I'm not moving. I deserve to be here. Uh, so what's going on with you guys? Uh, this is, uh, this, it's been hectic for me, man. I've been, uh, I've, been, uh, I've been kind of irregular with the podcast as well, mainly because just things have just gotten wild in the last month. I've traveled more out of Dubai uh, in the last three weeks possibly uh, than I had traveled in the last, three years maybe two years at least and so um that whole thing is jarring it's um it's it's I'm, like events are happening there are show inquiries coming in and i'm like deliberately like sabotaging the uh the the potential gig because i'm just like oh my god i know they'll pay me but it's, it's one more thing i'll have to do <laughs> so i'm looking forward to uh getting to mid-december and just having two weeks, I think this will be the first stretch of two weeks where I won't have to worry too much about work. And I'm really going to enjoy it because at the end of December, uh, our nanny goes away for her annual holiday. And good for her. But man, between you and me, I am so dependent on what she does for us that I am panicking, <laughs> right? We're, my wife and I are literally going, oh my God, how are we going to cope with this? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? Um, how the hell do you take care of a kid? <laughs> Look, it's not that bad, all right? We're pretty hands-on. Uh, I love spending time with my kid and I love doing everything for him. Uh, on the weekend, uh, I, we, we, we take care of the kiddo. My only worry is, and this is strange, right? Zayan, right? He doesn't ever eat with us. It's like he knows, he loves eating. It's not a thing like he hates eating and he's forced to eat and the nanny forces him. But Gerald, uh, that's her name, Gerald is really good with him. Like he bonds with her 
in a different way. And so she'll ask him, she, he, that little prick, yeah? He, she asks him to come sit down, and he will. And he'll sit down and just, uh, just, just like uh, let her feed uh, him. If she says in the night, let's go sleep, he'll follow her. No protest, nothing. Even if he doesn't want to, he'll have a little like, mm, <laughs> but then he'll just take her hand and go and relax. Like just, he knows it, it's, it's not. And she's not like strict or mean. She's so gentle that I'm like, what she got on him? The only thing I can think of, she's made some video of him like, uh, snacking on Oreos when he wasn't supposed to <laughs> Oreo cookies and so she's like I'm gonna show your parents this if you don't do what I say <laughs> see she's got something on him uh, maybe it's just love for all I know and he, he does it with her when it comes to us dude's just like no yeah uh, it, it doesn't matter how hungry it, it, he is it doesn't matter that I've got him everything he loves to eat and he'll just be like nope I'm busy playing I don't want to eat uh, I'm going to run around and, and he barely has a, a meal with us, maybe a snack at most. And, and, and that just like, I'm like, man, when she's gone, she's going to come back and she's going to be like, what'd you do to my kid? Cause I swear to God, their bond is so strong. Like she, <laughs> she, she didn't want to go on the annual holiday and we're very lucky. He's got someone who loves, um, him so much. Uh, she, she was basically like, Hey, listen, um, I don't really want to go for too long. I'm worried about Zayan. And it's so sweet. At the same time, Sarah and I are like, hey, you know, we're, who, what kind of perception does she have about us? <laughs> She's also kind of saying, right? Oh, my God. Zayan's going to be left home with you two. <laughs> and, I, and I was a bit like, hey, listen, you know, I, I'm not looking forward to you going. But I'm also, I think I can manage uh, a few weeks. Uh, <laughs> I, honestly, I don't think I can. But but it was just that uh, kind of vibe that I was like, listen, Gerald, just enjoy your holidays. Have fun. He'll be here when you come back. Um, he'll probably be like really looking forward to seeing you again uh, after your break. And, um, and 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 we'll survive this, man. We will we will make it through. We will survive. That's uh, that's what's going on on the personal front and uh, parenting and. Um, Wow, guys, I just, you know, uh, when I think about Zayan growing up, it just, it, it makes me, I, one of the things I joke a lot about, like, well, I kind of talk about like getting older and older, because I, I think it's not a, it's not a negative thing, if that's what you guys think. I am just, I just want to be aware of what stage I am in my life. And you got to be realistic about a couple of things, yeah? Um, I hurt my knee because I went back into football thinking my body's like a 20-year-old. And I immediately hurt it so bad that it's taken me almost two years to recover with that, yeah? And it's completely not the same ever again. And that made me go, okay, part of that was my general fitness levels as well, yeah? But part of that made me go, listen, I got to be careful uh, and just know where I am. It's important. You know why? Because I'm looking around at the whole world. And there are things that are just popping around. And it's the same story everywhere. It's young people who are sick of the older people just trying to run things the way they want it. They've always run. And they and the more the young people want a little bit of freedom, the more these older people try to like, you know, clench their fist and try to beat them down. And it always turns into this big mistake. Yeah, it's always 
like you just look at it from an outside perspective and it reminds me of horror movies where someone's walking down the the dark basement and you're like no don't don't do that just run out of the house man there's the door run out of the house okay and you're you're looking at them going just who does that who walks towards danger? Just turn around, run as hard as you can, run like the wind, okay? And maybe once you're outside, uh, you can call someone and get some help. Nope. How can we have a horror film without someone walking through? And that's exactly what plays out with these guys. They, they keep doing the same thing, which is instead of engaging these guys going, hey, man, maybe things have changed. Maybe these guys are sick of the way. You know what? The economy, everything is not working. Maybe we should change something about how we're operating things, right? It's, no, 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 no. They want power. They want to hold on to it. They want to stick to their ideas. They think they're right. And so it just gets to a point where you, you just have bloodshed, all right? And I'm talking about there's protests starting in China. And obviously, you know what China's doing? It always has had heavy censorship, but now they're, uh, they're, they're apparently, uh, if you try to um, find stuff on Twitter with, uh, about the Chinese um, rising and the rebel uh, rebellion that's happening, because people are sick of these rules around, particularly around this, uh, the COVID thing. Yeah, it's still a thing there. It's, uh, it's bizarre. In Dubai, I'm like, I completely, at times have forgotten COVID's a thing. Um, not judging stuff like that, but, um, but you know, I think that's also like the final straw and young people are just sick of it. And so they're protesting. And so China apparently is like, they're flooding, uh, Twitter with all kinds of spam and uh, other stuff so that when you search about the, uh, the, the protests, uh, you don't get enough of the real ground realities, you know, cause it's this distraction. Uh, same things happening in Iran. It's the young people who are sick of this stuff. And what are they doing? They're trying to, you know, beat them down. And it's horrific. And you're just looking at them and you're going, you know, just why? Why do you feel like you need to control people like that? All right. It's um, the, the same thing with Russia. The young people, the young Russians, they're finally going, hey, man, I don't want to join a war. I don't even know what we're doing. And I've heard stories from my friends when they get there. It's not exactly Disneyland like you guys promised me. Same story. Young people just going, you know what? I'd rather have a nice life. I want to live with the people. I don't need this crap. Even the ones who do. I say every single person who is uh, uh, pro-war and pro all this kind of stuff send them to it let them be the ones that have to fight the battle all right you got to go all right are you pro-war are you anti-war you anti-war you get to stay back you guys have your mcdonald's and shit and have fun uh, pro-war people off to the border with you guys here's your gun <laughs> here's some training good luck let us know how it goes if you conquer some more land we'll cro uh, you know we'll, we'll follow you back behind we'll open some more fast food restaurants as we go along the way just fattening people up as we go along and conquer more land all right i think that would balance life out maybe that is how it operates who knows yeah um i'm just uh i just really wish it would just end uh, and it's happening everywhere. And you know, it's really funny. There's this volcano, apparently. It's not the volcano erupting. It's not funny. But I, I, I just caught the headline. I didn't get a chance to see where and what. But apparently it's been dormant for 40 years. But now it's showing signs that it might erupt. All right. Um, Pompeii, anyone? And uh, <laughs> yeah. And and it's funny because, I, I, you know, this is the other thing. You just accidentally, 
every so often I log into a news uh, site just to see what's going on around the world. And the first news was this China thing. The second was this Iranian thing. The third was this Russian thing. And then this volcano. And I'm like, man, the world is a shit when you look at the news. Like, why, did, why do I do this to myself? But the whole sequence was quite funny for me as well because uh, it, the, the first three things, the, especially in Iran, it's been 40 years since uh, the current guys have been ruling. And that's bizarre uh, because uh, the volcano is like for, and I'm just looking at all this news and I'm like, you know, that's the timeline about 30, 40 years in. <laughs> and that's, maybe maybe people need to do some data analysis and statistics on this. So if I were to take over a country, be, become a dictator, I think the life cycle on average is about 30, 40 years. In this modern age, maybe uh, it might reduce to 10, 20. Uh, and, and so you've got a few choices around. Yeah, yeah, so you can be a bit brutal, not too brutal, because then it might just be two to five years. Uh, so you got to find that balance of being brutal and taking over and controlling people. Around... In this day and age, I'd cut it, yeah? I, I think this old stuff was lasting 40 years, the Iranian thing and all that. But around 20 years, I would start making changes and pretend that I'm becoming more democratic and allowing uh, my people more freedom one by one so they think, oh my God, we're progressing. And so you've got them for another. That will extend your dictatorship by another 10, 20 years, all right? And let you, let you stay in power. That uh, the, some countries have done that. I think that would extend you into power for another good thirty to fifty years. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's how you rule a country. I'm telling you guys, I have given this a lot of thought, and I think if you've been listening to this podcast, you will agree with me that I'm the right person to bring into your country to lead as a dictator. I'm quite charismatic. Yeah, I've been doing comedy and stage performances. For a good 15 years now, I can I can do a speech. I can do an engaging speech. I can rile people up. I can, you know, I can engage them. I, I'm a total package. And if you look at me, I'm not intimidating at all. Yeah. I'm I'm like a sweet looking guy. So I I, I don't have that one of those weird mustaches or scars or uh, heavy on anything. You'd look at me and you'd be like, hey, you know, he's friendly. I believe this guy. And and so I would be the ultimate front man for your dictatorship, <laughs> okay? I'm pitching myself for that stuff. Cause again, you know, I'm getting old. I don't know how long um, how long I can do comedy and stuff. I've, I've noticed gray hair coming on. I've noticed my body slowing. I've noticed my voice, um, like when I do longer shows, like it, it takes, it's, it's stressful, man. And you know, you're projecting and stuff. So all of this put together, I'm looking at alternate uh, alternative careers and going back into the corporate world, yeah, I don't know, man. You know, I do enough corporate training with companies and I, I, I honestly got with a lot of great companies, a lot of great people, but there's always this corporate vibe. I would gel more in a dictatorship, I think, where I can make key decisions myself and uh, live a more luxurious lifestyle and uh, be hands-on with my pay scale and everything, um, setting up a dynasty and all that kind of stuff, yeah? So... That's my pitch. If you have a country that you think I could lord over, then um, please let me know. Uh, there are a few rebellions happening. If you're part of the younger people protesting and you need a front man to lead your younger protests as well, I could do that too because I could come around from the other side. And, and although I'm older, um, I think the younger people be kind of like, hey, you know, he's, he's hip enough for us to kind of give him a chance and, and I could slip in there 
and I could start off as the young people's face and be the rebellion and, and, and you know, the guiding uh, voice for them where they need someone mature and wise. And then eventually my inner circle will, will start becoming evil. But, but initially we could start off as good and well-meaning. Um, that would really, uh, that would, that would also be a real good way to do it. I think I would, even that's a good option because I, I, I listen to, you know, pop, I'm involved in the pop uh, culture. Um, I have a wife, a beautiful wife who, who's an artist. Yeah. She could gel both ways. Think about it. Just picture this. I'm a dictator. My wife's this beautiful woman who does, who's into art. We'd make this great face, you know? It would be the kind of face, the family that people in the UK and the US would engage with and go, hey, you know, I don't mind taking a picture with this, with these guys because they don't look like they're going to take someone back into uh, underground and torture them, yeah? Uh, we might, but we, we just seemingly won't be that type. And that matters. Perception matters. On the flip side, my wife's so hip. She's in with the brands. She knows her stuff. She's so cool. I have a kid. He's adorable. You know, I'm I'm 40 plus, but I don't think I look like 50. So with a little bit of work, I can um, I can make myself look maybe you know 35, 38. Uh, being short helps. And so we can kind of create this. Oh my God, the young people will be like, oh, he's a comic. He's a he's an artist. His wife's an artist. What a great you know. I'll write some jokes about uh, anti regime, and uh, my wife will do some artwork like illustrations uh to uh to kind of send out the message and, and our kid will be like the center of attention we are the perfect family for either side all right reach out tell me your rates <laughs> tell, tell me tell me what works for you i'll have a look at both sides and and, and i've lived around my dad's been in you know in, in international organizations um government ones so so we have that kind of background and vibe going on too, yeah? Uh, we're, we're different kind of, uh, we're very multicultural. We really would fit in anywhere, okay? That's, that's my pitch to you guys. So if you, like I said, if you've got a country you think needs us, reach out to us. And um, if, if you're anti my idea, please stop listening to this podcast and don't report me anywhere. Uh, this is about securing the future of my family and my finances as well. So really, you know, I'm just looking out um, for my kid and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Don't judge me. All right. Um, I've got a few shows going on. Uh, I've also realized uh, that because of <laughs> the FIFA World Cup, it's a bad time to do gigs. Uh, the public ones, because most people are out watching matches. Funny, huh? You would think uh, maybe uh, don't put up a, a, a comedy event when Brazil is playing in Dubai, where everyone's a Brazilian fan. Um, anyway, I've got a show tonight with uh, Saad Harun and Rushdi Rush Rafiq, uh, two of my comic legends and friends, uh, superstars of comedy. And it's going to be fun. So come down to Courtyard if you're listening to the podcast on the day. Otherwise, uh, check out my Instagram at SalmanZQ for all the gigs that are happening. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm touring new stuff. I'm going to announce 2023, uh, my tour cities and gigs where uh, Rushi and I are going to be traveling around quite a few cities that we've been speaking to. Um, so do follow uh, on Instagram to keep up with the um, with, with the dates, man. I'm really excited about the coming year. Uh, on that note, uh, take care of yourself, guys. I got to run, um, get my beauty sleep, uh, <laughs> get some chores done before before I prepare for the gig tonight. 
And uh, you guys take care. Uh, send some feedback. Show me some love. Spread the word. Spread the podcast around. It all helps. Uh, take care of yourself. Goodbye. Or as a dog would say, woof. Woof.